Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 2nd of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. After a stampede in Seoul killed more than 150 people on Saturday the 29th, the Tokyo police stepped up measures to prevent crowds from being crushed in the Shibuya district, which is lively every year during Halloween. The police urged the people who stopped to take pictures with their friends in their costumes to continue walking on sidewalks to prevent a surge. Speaking of the tragedy in Seoul, Prime Minister Kishida expressed his condolences to the families of the stampede's victims, Seoul's Itaiwan district. He posted on Twitter on Sunday the 30th that he was deeply shocked and saddened by the loss of so many lives. He also said that he hopes the injured will recover as soon as possible. Two Japanese were among those killed in the stampede. On that note about the Prime Minister, on Friday the 28th, he said that he will increase from 8 to 38 the number of government personnel conducting investigations into the Unification Church, or UC. As we mentioned in our previous shows, the religious group is accused of demanding a large amount of money from many followers who are now in financial distress. A division of the Cultural Affairs Agency is conducting the investigation. Kishida said they will work with the legal and accounting professionals. He also said that they will collect information from other government ministries and institutions, lawyers, and victims of the UC. In unrelated news, a Russian government source said on Friday the 28th that Russian ambassador to Japan, Mikhail Galusin, is expected to leave his post, possibly late next month. His departure comes amid strained bilateral ties over Russia's invasion of Ukraine that began in February, which has sparked condemnation and triggered international sanctions against Moscow. Galuzin was appointed in 2018. His current stint is his fourth time serving in Japan, including during the Soviet Union days. Galuzin is also known to adhere closely to Moscow's position on issues concerning its war in Ukraine. Also, he's taking a hardline stance over the issue of four Russian-held, Japan-claimed islands, known as the Northern Territories in Japan and the Southern Kurils in Russia. He says Japan should recognize that the islands became Russian territory as a result of World War II. It is not known yet who will succeed him. Speaking of Russia, following several Japanese companies, Bridgestone, a leading tire manufacturer, announced that it is considering withdrawing from its production business in Russia because of uncertainty over the outlook and ongoing supply issues due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Bridgestone has been producing passenger car tires since 2016 at its plant in Ulyanovsk in central Russia, but its production has been suspended since March this year due to the impact of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The company has begun to consider transferring the factory and marketing office to a local operator, as there is still no prospect of resuming production. They plan to hand over the employment of about 1,000 employees working at the factory and the marketing office to the transferee company. According to Bridgestone, sales from the Russian business account for less than 2% of the group's total. In some economic news, Prime Minister Kishida said in a press conference that Japan will spend around 40 trillion yen, around $270 billion, under an economic package unveiled on Friday the 28th, featuring steps to alleviate the pain of accelerated inflation and rebuild the economy after suffering from the pandemic, Russia's war against Ukraine, and a weaker yen. According to the Prime Minister, quote, we are targeting energy prices, a major factor behind the recent inflation, and curb raising prices in a visible way, end quote. Japan, a country known for its years of chronic deflation, has seen its inflation accelerate at its fastest pace in over three decades. In some environmental news, 
the country's public and private sector have set up a new organization that will provide investments and loans for decarbonization projects. Financial institutions and businesses are sponsoring the Japan Green Investment Corporation for Carbon Neutrality, or JICN, which has also been approved by Akihiro Nishimura, the Environment Minister. He attended JICN's inaugural general meeting on Friday the 28th. The JICN will provide investment and debt guarantees for projects after offering advice and examining them. Projects are likely to include renewable energy power generation, such as solar and wind power, plastic recycling, and forest conservation. Yoshihiko Tayashi, the president of JICN, said he hopes the new organization will create the cash flow necessary for achieving carbon neutrality. On that note about carbon and energy, after a visit to the research center of the Japan Atomic Energy Agency in Ibaraki Prefecture near Tokyo, on Saturday the 29th, Yasutoshi Nishimura, the economy, trade, and industry minister, told reporters he believed nuclear power is extremely important to achieve both stable energy supply and decarbonization. The minister has inspected a next-generation nuclear reactor that was developed to generate energy more efficiently. Nishimura said the government will ensure the necessary support to develop its energy policy, including human resources and technology. If nuclear energy is a controversial topic, what about nuclear weapons? The United Nations General Assembly Committee on Disarmament and International Security adopted a Japan-proposed draft resolution calling for the abolition of nuclear weapons on Monday the 31st, mentioning the UN Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons. The resolution received 139 votes in favor, 6 against, including Russia and China, and 31 abstentions. The full General Assembly is expected to adopt it in early December. Recall that Japan is the only country that has been exposed to an atomic bomb. This year's draft expresses deep unease over the deteriorating global security environment. This concern is mostly due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The draft urges countries that have nuclear weapons to stop using them. They are also advised to avoid provocative statements regarding the use of such weapons. In the draft, it is also stated that leaders and young people can visit the atomic bomb cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Japan's cabinet secretary, Matsuno Hirokazu, said that Japan will make a realistic and practical effort to create a nuclear-free world. Besides, next year the G7 summit will be held in Hiroshima. And to close this edition, as we mentioned in our previous shows, Ghibli Park, featuring the beloved characters of Studio Ghibli and scenes from its hit animation films such as My Neighbor Totoro, opened Tuesday the 1st in central Japan. Ghibli Park in Nagakute, Aichi Prefecture, opened three areas, Ghibli's Grand Warehouse, Hill of Youth, and Dondoku Forest, to expectant fans of the famed animation studio. Visitors entered the park after a countdown to its partial opening, looked on by film director Goro Miyazaki, the son of Ghibli co-founder and legendary animation director Hayao Miyazaki. Unlike Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea near the Japanese capital and Universal Studio Japan in Osaka, Ghibli Park has other kinds of attractions. However, the park is still expected to enchant visitors with artifacts and exhibits reminiscent of their favorite movies. It is built inside a commemorative park on the site of the 2005 World Expo held in Nagakute, with the areas blending in with nature, a theme often depicted in Ghibli movies. From November through January, tickets can only be purchased within Japan and must be booked in advance. 
Starting in February, visitors will be able to buy a multi-pass ticket and enter the Ghibli's Grand Warehouse and the Hill of Youth. Fees depend on the area and the day. Want to know more about the park or buy a ticket? Check our show notes for more information. And that's it for this week. A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned that we were looking for knowledgeable, interesting volunteers that wanted to have some special conversations, like interviews, but less interviewee about Japan. It's not too late. If you're interested in maybe being involved, just let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Mata ne! Mata ne!